Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I'm your host. All right. I mean, it's, it feels like it's been forever since we've done a podcast, um, at least a Q&A. I know Jason and I did that uh, bullshit kind of fucked up one last week. <laughs> so um, kind of uh, trying to get my my mojo back here. So I uh, hope everybody's been enjoying um, everything. Numbers have been crazy. I know I keep you, told you to keep you guys track. We're 94,500 on that road to 100K. So um, I just thought about it. We've been averaging about a hundred or about a thousand a week. Um, we need about what six and a half um, to go. The three-year anniversary is going to be, I believe it was July twenty-ish, twentieth, twenty-second, somewhere around there. Man, that would be a really good three-year anniversary to hit that 100k if you guys could start just jamming out episodes would be awesome um i'd very much appreciate that so um let's get into this man the website the detail solutions podcast.com that's going to be where um you can find everything you need about the podcast it's going to have links to all of our pages where you can find us on social media um it's going to have links to apple it's going to have links to spotify because those are the two main podcast platforms that everybody listens to we also have our preferred vendor page that's going to be where all of our wonderful um ad sponsors come into play um you guys can go and find out about the different companies and what they sell there's a coupon code there so you guys can go and spend a little bit of money with them save a little bit of money with them in turn they'll spend money with us we give you that funny hashtag money, money, funny. Um, and then we also have the merch store. The merch store is going to have the t-shirts, um, the Concaster. If you're watching on YouTube, the Concaster t-shirt is on there. Um, we have the regular um, logo hoodies and shirts. And then we also have the embroidered hats. Um, I know you guys see me wearing them, wearing them pretty much at all the events and whatnot. Um, the Kong force one t-shirt is not available on the website. If you're looking for it, you do have to message me, um, for that because that is going to be a one-off. Um, we are recording this January 16th. I'm giving it to the 20th. So that is going to be Tuesday, June 20th is going to be the cutoff because the printers need about 10 business days to print the shirts. I want to try to have them by the 1st of July so I can mail them out before we go to Seattle um, for the event. So if you're looking for a Kong Force One shirt, message me on Messenger. Um, let me know uh, because Tuesday the 20th is going to be the cutoff date. Um, we are live on YouTube as always every Wednesday and month. The hell are them Mondays? Every Wednesday and Fridays. Um, so if you want to watch any of the podcasts, if you want to see what, um, it's going on, what our guests look like, if you've never seen them before or whatever, that's, uh, the detail solutions podcast on YouTube is our channel. Um, and please go like, share, follow, subscribe, hit that notification button, all that fun stuff, wherever you, um, are listening to us, please take a minute and give us a five-star review. If you really like us. Take an extra couple of seconds or minutes and actually type something out, especially on um, Apple. 
that really does help. I mean, you guys want your clients to do it. So you get those Google rankings and more people can find you. It's kind of the same thing for anybody who's listening to automotive style podcasts. It will just put us in front of them um, with the more reviews that we have. And tonight, um, my guest is Jesus Ananya. Did you right? He's laughing. <laughs> I walked it up already. <laughs> I told you I would. Uh, from Chicago Auto Bros. So we'll be right back to Butcher's name a little bit more. Fiber has every pad you would need, including tire pads, towels, got them, windows, wheels, interiors, paint. The all-new mid on the stick for hitting taller vehicles or the new bug sponge for fronts. And then we have the Dragon Wash Sponge Mitt. It's perfect for the two-bucket system, glides on the cars, easy, soft on the paint. Hey, don't forget, go watch us on YouTube, check out our channel. And in the barrel blade, it's perfect for getting in between those tight wheels, calipers. We also have the Dreadnought. It's the staple of all auto fiber towels. If you're not using it to dry, you're missing out. And in the new wheel paw, for getting those faces, getting in between folks, getting the lug nuts, all those hard to reach places. So go to autofiber.com. Make sure to use the code DSP at checkout. Hey everybody, Rennie Doyle here, founder of the Detail Mafia and Detailing Success. You know, I love quotes and this is one of my favorites. It's not enough to do your best. You must know what to do, then do your best. There's a lot more to detailing than just making paint shiny. To be successful, you need to be a well-rounded detailer and most importantly, an entrepreneur. At Detailing Success, I really take pride in that we'll not only teach you the highest level detailing skills you need, but we will mentor and coach you to be a profitable business owner. Our advanced five-day training is held monthly at my hometown, in the beautiful town, I may say, of Big Bear Lake, California. If you want to learn more, email me directly at rennie@detailingsuccess.com or visit detailingsuccess.com and ask about our special offer for our podcast listeners. Happy detailing, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next time. All right, Jesus, how you doing, buddy? Dave, doing all right. <laughs> Anaya, right? Anaya, there you go. See, I get in you my head, it, bro. I, I get in my head, and I and I just fuck it up, bro. And then it comes to me afterwards, man. So. Dude, I got booted out of a football game one time my freshman year of high school because uh-huh. first game, first game, <clears throat> got a tackle, they butchered it. I got Ania, Anaya, Ananaya, which I don't know how that happened. Uh-huh. So before the next week of the game, I went to ask the answer was like, dude, it's, it's Anaya. Like this is really important to me. Like my family's gonna be here, you know. Yeah. Fucking for like three plays in, get a tackle. Jesus and Nia. And I looked at him, I just literally flipped him off and got blew out the game. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> that's the end of that. Nice. So, but yeah. So, yeah. Learn my lesson. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's good, man. Well, listen, I, I, we, we connected at the creator event in Chicago, um, had a blast. Um, it was, it was super cool hanging out with you and everything like that. So, I know we, we talked about getting you on and you were kind of, busy after we were kind of busy with SDC. So I wanted to give enough time to, to where we can go. So um, yeah, I, I think you got a pretty interesting story from the little bit that, that we talked and, and um, you know, I definitely want to, you know, make sure that, that people kind of hear that. So let's uh, okay, hit that rewind you. button and start at the beginning. What made you, you know, what was the, the, what, the, where, the, when, the, how, the, why that you got into detailing? 
the five W's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, make sure you guys are hydrated. Uh, I don't know about yeah, you guys. Yeah, it's, it's been sunny today, so hot as. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's probably only like seventy, but I got so used to the cold now, like over the past uh, six months. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so so as far as detailing, goes, like a hundred uh, year. Oh, you okay? That's a whole different level. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah it was and four and days human. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do the humid. I, that's yeah. the one where I'm like, I, I can't go to Florida, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't. I'm too fat for the humidity. Yeah, you know. But yeah, going back to the detailing thing. Um, you know, I just uh, I, I was a tall kid. Uh, I was about six feet by the time I was like in seventh grade. Oh shit! And I had an uncle who had um, uh, a Yukon, like a Denali or whatever. You know, he, he needed that roof was making some money in California. <laughs> yeah. He was six feet. I was six feet. Everyone else was five. He's like, you're the one that's going to help me wash it. So I actually right. I hated washing cars, believe it or not, man. Uh, but as I got through high school, I got into cars. Didn't really come from any money. So I got lucky uh, at high school. I got a, a, a job where I was able to make, you know, not crazy money, but make some money. And uh, I bought a black Trans Am that was just swirled to shit. And I just wanted it to be really shiny. And I couldn't afford anyone to pay it. Um, <clears throat> ended up getting rid of that car and then bought a C6 Corvette, which I just loved to death. It was like, uh, it was almost kind of like a status symbol for me, you know. Like, I grew yeah. up in the hood, bro. Like, it was, I had a Corvette in the hood, like, it, which, you know, whatever, super now. It was like a $20,000 car, but it just looked good, you know, right? Right, it's a Corvette. And I loved it, on, right? I worked hard for it, you know. What yeah, I mean? so I started getting into detailing, uh, just washing it myself because I found out about the you know, the, the spinny brushes mess everything up, yeah. And <clears throat> I was driving out in uh, San Jose, California. And there was like a some something on the freeway, some kind of debris. It was late at night. I didn't see it. Scuffed the bumper, and I was like losing my shit. I was like, dude, like I don't know what to do. It cracked like my carbon fiber lip and stuff. And my oh. buddy's dad was like, you know what, dude? He's like, there's some a really good detailer in San Jose. You could probably take care of it, and that way you don't have to paint the car because I didn't want to paint it. So I go to a shop. It's a big ceramic pro shop up in San Jose. He quotes me like twenty five hundred bucks for a paint correction and coating, and I was like, ah, dude, I don't think I can afford that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I uh, went on Amazon. I bought a Chemical Guys Torx polisher and their um, whatever it's called, VSS or something. I, yeah. I don't know. Some yeah, it was a swirl thing. Yeah, and yeah. just hit it, and it, I thought it looked great. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that kind of just started this thing where I was just like, I was polishing that car all the time. I'd wash it and polish the chrome wheels and the chrome tips, nice. and you know, you go to car meets and car shows, and people start asking who. Who's doing your car? Who's detailing? I was like, oh, I'll just do it on Tuesday when I'm bored off of work, you know? Right, right. Mm -hmm. So, so this was what after after high school you said? So you're what 20, yeah. 20 ish or so? Yeah, I'm 28. So this would have been, I got the car in 2014. Um, so yeah, this would have been like summer of 2014. Yeah. So okay, so you're 18, 19, somewhere around. There. Yeah, it was like I think I got it like a month before I turned 18. But yeah, it would have been like gotcha. like 18, 19. Yeah. Wow. So, so where was that, that step up from just doing it on Tuesdays on your day off to like, should I can make this a business and leaving that job and doing a business? So I had, uh, I got into sales like right after my 18th birthday, um, just kind of by accident, you know what I mean? So, you know, with sales, even at a young age, you can usually make okay money. So yeah. Detailing was just definitely like a part-time hobby thing. So the deal I would have with people was if you wanted me to wash or wax your car, I would just send you a link to a product I wanted to try. You would buy it. I would do it on your car. And then I would get the product. And it was like this happy middle ground, you know? And then uh, after yeah. like once, I had like four shelves of just 
dude like <laughs> and i was like I got two cars i can't get through any of this stuff yeah so, like 20 or 40 bucks or just whatever it was just something i enjoyed doing um <clears throat> but i uh had moved in with uh, my girlfriend and um had been working at a furniture company for a couple of years doing sales just kind of like pretty quickly saw that they were expanding and wanted to like shoot up the corporate ladder had met one of the corporate trainers and he kind of got in my head about like what he thought fit in well with my personality and you know we talked about money in the path and what i needed to do to get through it so we started going down that path uh but i was just kind of miserable bro <laughs> Truth yeah. like it. and, and it's it's a story everybody tells it's nothing unique you know what i mean uh, but i had gotten to paint corrections and i had started doing like some ceramics on the side uh you know csl or just small companies no one's ever heard of like rocket rocket wax or just you know whoever would play ball with me at the point right, right? Yeah. And, you don't have a name. Ceramics are new. It was detailing out of my garage, right? <clears throat> but um, yeah, I uh, quit that job in January of 2018. Uh, my girlfriend was pregnant, and I just started. It was like I'm just gonna do detailing full time. And then I had a uh, dealership reach out maybe like a week later, and was like, "Hey, like we have this like specialty car lot we want you to come work with, and this and that." And I was like, "Dude, I'm good. I'm not interested." Blah blah. blah. They're right. like, what will it take? I was like, I'm just not interested. Like, I want to do my own thing. They're like, well, we'll pay you a salary of seven thousand a month, and you can work eleven to eight. And I was like, okay, I'm interested. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I was like, fuck it, I'll take it. You know? Yeah. And I did it for like two months, and dude, it was like one of the biggest mistakes in my life. Like, yeah. I, it was so slow. We were in like the hood of Hayward, which is where um, uh, PNS is actually at. Okay. It was like maybe like five minutes from the PNS factory. <clears throat> or the plant or whatever and it was just like you would get you know like an 18 year old who wants a hellcat who's never bought a car before right, right. Like 500 <laughs> bucks down and i was like dude like i don't know how to tell you this but like it's not gonna work and if i run your credit it's just gonna damage your credit like i don't want to do it yeah and they get an attitude and then it's like all right whatever we'll do it and it doesn't work out and they still get an attitude yeah. <laughs> yeah and i remember just uh if i remember correctly the melee had just launched not that long ago Okay. And I had just started watching Chicago Auto Pros around that same time. Um, and they had posted a video about like a $10,000 detail. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck are these guys doing, bro? Like, is, I, is that the I, Black I, Porsche one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I like, should I do a $10,000 like detail? <laughs> yeah, dude, same thing. I, I, don't, I don't know if Jason even understands like what kind of a ripple effect that had on the whole industry you know what I mean? Yeah. Because so honestly, very, like, very dude, I watched it and not, not to take anything away from from Jason and the guys that did it, but I like I watched going. it and I was like, I was like, well, that's not really that far off from, from what I'm doing already yeah. other than like the undercarriage stuff, you know, and, and the wheel cause I, I don't think I was shop. doing wheels off at the time, but so like the, mm -hmm. you know, getting in the wheel wells and stuff like that. But I was like, other than that, it's just paint correction and ceramic coating with yeah. an interior detail. Like I'm already doing that. Yeah, for like fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I was like, mm. yeah, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah. Holy I was like, maybe I'll it, do bro. it for five grand, and maybe I could get yeah. that. You know, yeah, dude, I, I, I totally get you. You know what I mean? But like, like I said, I don't know if he realizes it, but that really did change like the industry. It, it uh, I think yeah. it elevated what was possible. You know, yeah. At least for me, it did, and for people I've talked to. But um, yeah, so I was like, you know what, dude, I, I fuck it. I'm all out. Like we were super, super fucking tight on money, bro. Uh, we had moved in there with me, my girlfriend and and uh, a roommate. 
the roommate bounced out after like two months without telling like telling anybody just didn't pay us after the rent a week after we got in there my girlfriend broke her arm so she wasn't working so it was like oh, we went in with the expectation of having three incomes to cover all these household expenses plus all my yeah. bullshit with the detailing and then, had one. And then it was one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and again it's sales so it's commission sales don't get me wrong like, i was pretty good it was pretty consistent but like if there was a slow week dude oh, i yeah. was just, like i have so many gray hairs man I, and, I, <laughs> and i was just like you know you get a slow week and you're like dude i'm not gonna be able to pay the rent or am right. i gonna pay car payment or how are we gonna pay for the insurance or you know whatever so that's kind of why i started detailing on the side uh september of 2017 i i just put a name on it uh my nickname was solo and we did a lot of phone baths so solo suds and i like alliteration i felt like the branding kind of just like stuck you know yeah. <clears throat> um so we did that in September. Like I said, by that following uh, April, um, I just quit the dealership. I was like, dude, I'm done. I'm just going to do detailing full time. I think I had like seven or 800 bucks left in my account after I paid all the bills. And that melee was like $600 something dollars. Yeah. Bought it from some dude in Arizona because he was the guy who got it to me the fastest. <laughs> uh, got it and was just like, <clears throat> it was like, this is just desperation. You know what I mean? I was like, the, yeah. the baby's going to be here in like a month. We got no fucking money. Like, you know what I mean? Like they, it just, it needs to work. Um, and it was just, he's like saying yes to anything and everything and shaking hands with anybody who would listen to me and door to door, Instagram, Facebook, fucking dude, going to car shows and just begging people to let me detail their cars and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, uh, not charging much at all, but just trying to get like, like a customer base, you know? Um, yeah. and it was cool. I, I, I got a lot of support from the community, um, in my area. You know what I mean? Like it was, uh, I had a lot of car guys that I was cool with. And so that kind of gave me like a, like an easy in. Um, but you know what I mean? Like that first month I remember doing like five or six grand. I was like, okay, like, you know, we're, we're getting somewhere with it. And then that next month we did like 10 and then I was like, all right, cool. And then it went right back down to five the next month. Yeah, and I was like, all right, this yeah, is going to be yeah. kind of hard, but like yeah. it's doable. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And, just, just and that's the one thing I think a lot of people don't understand is, is, you know, they just, they see everybody else as success, a success story. So they're just like, Oh, I'm going to yeah. get into it and I'm going to be busy. And they don't realize like, mm -hmm. you know, you've got to do that, you know, bullshit yeah. $50 hand wash times, you yeah. know, 10 <laughs> or 30 or whatever, you know, in the beginning to get going. Yeah. It's not, it's not just walk right in and start doing corrections and codings for $10,000, yeah. you know, like mm. it's, you no, know, no, you no, gotta, no. you yeah. gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> crawl before you walk, you know, before you run. And, so that's yeah. that's cool to hear that you know that that you you know pretty much had i mean it's it's you know a lot of people do i mean listen and there's a lot of people who just start up and like like surprisingly just you know get busy right yeah. off the bat and like great for them but it, you know, there, there's just such a different need for it now than there, than there yeah. was you know this is going back what seven eight years now yeah no not even like six years seven years yeah like six seven there was just such a different there's such a different yeah. need for it now like it, it's it's one thing we talk about a lot in the ppf classes and i'm gonna get like a little bit off track but when oh, we talk fine. a lot of people about like optical and everything it's like you know we have this free training we have this ppf coming in there was already a boom for ppf where it went from being <clears throat> whatever it was to where it got into like the nerdy market and yeah i got into like the people who care about their cars market it'll get into the mainstream market right coding's right. already did that Cody's yeah. already went from being the weirdo in the forum in fucking 2010, yeah. trying the shit from <laughs> Japan. Like a Matt Mormon, right? Not, not in a yeah, weird yeah, way, yeah. but like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Matt Mormon, me, right, right, like I'm right. like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It went from that to got into like the, like the detail nerds, to got to the people who care about their cars. Now people just buy a, a, a car and they know to call a detail shop to go to Right. 
it, it's it's so easy to get into that market now and you can do very well with it and you can provide a great service and a great value and i think ppf is kind of headed that same way yeah, like I, I think in the next couple of years like we'll see another big boom with it right dry ice might be something that that i think is heading in a direction similar but that's probably a little bit farther down the road but yeah i, I think when you see newer shops succeed i mean i think that's what it is you know but i dude i mean i tried everything dude i tried like free birthday washes i tried loyalty programs i tried a subscription model i it was just like i just ran through like every idea i could and right. thankfully i got this big ass head that had a lot of ideas and I was all the very... noodles at the wall and seeing which one yeah stacked, you know well yeah and it was like i had a big need for paint corrections in my area so thankfully like through groups like paint assassins i was able to find like jace price right yeah. jace price is a huge mentor of mine when it comes to like detailing and paint corrections and then i was like all right cool and then jason started doing the videos and then legit legit street cars started doing detailing stuff with jason and i was like all right it was like this cross pollination of like yeah all these things i was interested in with cars and sports cars and i had buddies who had cars and it was like dude like we could make your shit look perfect or brand new or whatever you know and it it just fed into itself man honestly and, and thankfully it worked out it was a lot of sleepless nights it was a lot of 100 hour work weeks and i think what finally made me slow down a little bit was um i had a uh, my dog who's laying here in my lap right now or on my on my feet uh, i got a little husky and <clears throat> she had gotten a uh forgot what you call it but they get like a little seed in their paw and it swells up okay. like a spur or something yeah it's called um <clears throat> but yeah so it was like i was gonna take her to the vet and i had 2500 bucks cash which is like we had kind of made for like the past like week probably or whatever i had been up till three in the morning and woke up at seven like up till three working woke up at seven i was like i'm thinking wow. of the vet first thing in the morning right and hop in my transam put the car the dog in the in the passenger seat drive to the vet get out cash is gone never found it i have no idea where it went that was like bill money not extra money and i was like dude this happened because i haven't been sleeping this happened because i've been so focused on like right. blah blah blah, blah just... that i haven't been taking care of myself right. and then i started realizing i was like you know what dude my baby's three months old like i i see her fucking maybe 30 minutes a day or an hour a day yeah. like i was a horrible partner i was a horrible dad i got super hyper focused on on the uh, on the business and i'm very grateful that that didn't end up being a long-term thing you know like i have a great relationship with my kids now and um just i mean actually when we were doing the uh <clears throat> the uh pre-meet thing that's who called me that's who i was on the phone with you know so it's oh, like okay. they're flying in tonight similar to yours you know so <laughs> so nice. i'll see mine in about five hours of my time but yeah I, I feel very grateful i was able to kind of learn that lesson early on and and again see people like yourself um I mean, to take everyone to be in the pain assessment group, you know what I mean? You got Cormie, you got Vicente, you got all these people that just kind of like had already started a little bit ahead of me, Jason, you know, Mr. Otterness. And it was a, it was a good way to kind of get like mentorship and guidance, yeah. um, just digitally almost, you know? Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And that was, I mean, I, I talk about it a lot. I mean, I think, you know, groups, groups like pain assassins, I mean, I think really helped me excel um, because because nobody locally wanted, you know, anything to do with me whenever I would try to reach out, you know, and be like, Hey, like, you know, I'm just starting out, you know, and they just, they immediately yeah. saw me as competition. Even if I was on the complete opposite side of town, 30 minutes, 40 yeah. minutes away, you I know, even just, in the same state sometimes. Right. Right. And so, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I found that camaraderie in a Facebook group with people 
around the world that were like, you know, yeah, you know, whether it was pain assassins or, you know, some other groups and stuff, but mainly pain assassins. And, there was a bunch of them, but pain assassins for me was the one that, that stuck. Right. And, and it was, was for me too. I mean, but that's, that's where, you know, it really came into like, okay, well, you know, this person's doing this, so let me try it, you know, or, Hey, I've got a question, you know, and you get, and you get kind of legitimate answers and not that, mm-hmm. you know, like, bro, that's day one. You should know that shit kind of stuff. Or yeah, whatever. You know. I see that all um, the time still, bro. Yeah. And that's, that's what not, I not a famous is, assassin, but other groups. Well, no, but yeah, but everywhere. And that's, that's one of the things that, you know, I, I wish people would just realize that, you know, not everybody's been doing it for a million years. And even if you have been doing it long enough, there's still going to come times when you're going to run into something that, maybe as a day yeah. one thing but you've just never had to do it before so it, yeah, is, it is technically your day one because yeah. it's the first time you're running into it I, I love seeing the guys that um have trouble with like c6 corvettes or volkswagen jettas but it's like that stupid hard paint yeah i'm like shit that was the first car i worked on so i got kind of yeah. lucky because i got to get yeah. that out of the way like super <laughs> yeah. early you know what i mean yeah uh, it's that who, who that paint. oh dude that's just no joke who got you into that group? Because I have a meme that got me into that group. <laughs> um, so honestly, I was friends with a with an IGL installer okay. at the time, um, right. who at the time was friends with with Bruno, and mm-hmm. um, it was back when I forget what group, um. Oh, it was um, Dustin's group. Um, Dustin, oh, shit. hang on a second. Cause he's yeah, got, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a couple. Well, cause, well, cause yeah, and because Dustin's got a fucking. Was it the? It wasn't detailing for money, was it? I don't think it was detailing for money. Um, because there's what detailing for money. There was detailing one on one by Auto Geek. That was a fucking shit show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that... it's um, is. Dustin Keith Harley McCall, I think. Um, that's why I said like because he's got like fucking four Man, names yeah. or whatever. But yeah, he yeah. had he had a group. I forget what the group was. He had a group, and he would go on like Wednesday nights or whatever, and do like a live. Like he'd bring on oh, like cool. a, okay. a detailer or whatever, right? And so, so one um, one week he couldn't do it, and Jason stepped in on uh, um, Bruno, right? Um, right. And and Bruno was gonna talk with this this guy that we were friends with at the time. Me through me through IGL and him through however they met. And so so Jason was talking about pain assassins through it. So I was like, oh, let me go look up this group and yeah, and, try to get um, in. Yeah, you know, and and so I checked it out and um and it was funny because I didn't know anything about pain assassins and at the time the um the cover picture was like this just shit box red ford ranger <laughs> and i'm like what yeah. so i was like well let me let me, let me join it and but see what's up it was paint correction of the month and it was actually yeah. <laughs> it was actually pam from from canada she, it, that was that was the, she had won it that Shorts? month and yeah yeah, yeah okay cool yeah it, it's cool, so man. she had won it that month and um yeah. So yeah, I mean, like that's kind of how I got into it. And then Jason, they had a an IGL meet and greet here in Orlando because um, oh. Joel and Jeff and Marcus and, and like, the whole, like the whole probably 
yeah, the whole sales team had come yeah. down here for like a little weekend getaway. So they were kind of like, hey, anybody in Florida, we're going to meet in or, you know, we're in Orlando. If you want to come to Orlando, we'll do a little meet and greet. So like, so that was the first time I met Bruno. Um, it, it was, it was funny actually, because I think I had, um, I think I had bought a pain assassin shirt from him, Oh, but, cool. he, okay. but he didn't know me. And like, I was walking <laughs> up to the restaurant and I just heard him like, who the fuck is that guy? You know, because I had the penis <laughs> shirt on, and um, yeah, it was like the Where first the time. I met... my shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was the first time I met Bruno. It was the first time I had met um, Giancarlo. Yeah. Um, it was the uh, first time I, I had... Giancarlo, man. I haven't met that guy yet. Yeah, you know, like it was the first time I kind of met some of those guys. Um, so yeah, I mean that, like, that's kind of how I got into it, and then I just, you know, the more I started kind of paying attention to it compared to the other groups was you know, like whatever more value. says, right. Definitely right. There's more, more value. And then, and then I didn't know who this fucking Noxy guy was. Like everybody was like <laughs> bowing down to him. And I'm like, why is everybody bowing down to this guy? So like, you know, I just started like, <laughs> Oh, Hey, Aaron Knox, here's my cloud pictures. Ha ha ha. You know? And, and, and then that's kind of how I do the, remember seeing those by the way. Yeah. And that's how, that's how yeah. the bromance started. So yeah, that was 2019. Cause that was the yeah. Giancarlo nicknamed it the, uh, the summer of the bromance for me and Noxy. Um, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, that wasn't, yeah. See, so I had, um, I don't know what his actual real name is cause he had so many Facebooks, uh, uh-huh. but the Rod, Rob, pause, Rod. Uh, guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he was trying to sell me yeah. some codings one time in like 2019. And this is, I think I was already accredited with D-Technic. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so I was like, no, like, I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested, but I'm kind of not. Like, you know, I was like, whatever, so, you know, shoot, shoot me the price. Like, maybe I'll try it, right? I'd seen a couple yeah. guys. Like, yeah, it's not bad stuff. And like, yeah, we'll support like another Mexican, right? Or whatever he was. Um, you know, try to support like other people in the, in the community and the culture. And at the time, the Hispanic community was like just kind of barely building up from what I could say. Yeah. So, like, you know, maybe we'll get in early and it'll kind of grow into something that like we can kind of get behind, you know? Uh, and then, uh, he was like, well, if you want to be in the group, you got to be a real patent assassin. And I was like, what do I need to do to prove to you that I'm a patent assassin? Like, I don't, this is way too fucking <laughs> serious for this. Yeah. Like, it's a Facebook group. <laughs> it was like, well, you know, send me some before and after. So I sent some before and after. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're legit. And then he fucking threw me in there. And then it was just like, dude, it was like you and Bruno and Cormy and fucking Noxie. And, um, I'm totally forgetting his name and I feel guilty for it, but. Um, the guy who works at a body shop, little skinnier white guy, uh, he loves the shine mate stuff. Um, was it Ray? Dude, Ray, yeah. And you yeah. guys were all just flirting and talking shit, and then Ted. Yeah. And it was like, dude, was like, this is just a group of memes. Like, this is fucking yeah. great. But there was yeah. a lot of good information. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, there yeah. is. There is. Yeah, and that's that's a, that's a cool thing. Is I mean, there's that that brotherly ball busting going on, but at the yeah. end of the day, like we're all there got each other's back kind of thing which is awesome yeah everybody takes yeah. care of each other there's some yeah. talking here and there but yeah that's why like th- this podcast to me feels like a you know like long time listener first time caller kind of thing yeah i, I never really <laughs> posted anything you know what i mean i would comment some stuff trying to help people out from time to time but for the most yeah. part um i was just kind of like in the background just taking in information and trying to provide information when i had it you know so yeah. like that's how I was for the longest time. Like I was afraid to post anything mm-hmm. in there because I didn't think I was good enough or whatever, you know. So I just kind of held back in the shadows for a little bit and kind of learned yeah. and 
paid attention to everybody and you know read read what people were doing and and things like that yeah, and then tried stuff out you know yeah and then then when i was like okay like you know like let me throw something in there i was pretty proud of you know and it was like you know you get that pat on the back you know kind of deal and you know and then it was just took off from there and now yeah, i've kind of gone back life. to that i've kind of like you know i feel like i've kind of recessed a little bit into the shadows but but again like i got to the point where you know kind of like talking with noxy is you know mm -hmm. what good does really posting up you know a show and shine you know walk around like yeah i don't you know, yeah honestly like you know oh here's another shiny car like we're all putting out shiny cars so now yeah. now i'm only and it, and it sucks because all i get for the most part are newer cars, newer cars so that don't need it right right yeah. there's not enough dude. there's not a lot of assassinating yeah. that i'm doing you know <laughs> it's no like, it's dude, like... definitely not it, it's it's you're preserving more than anything right now, right know? exactly and it sucks because yeah. I, I as as someone who like i'm very endeared with paint corrections and sanding and like that whole process yeah. like it's it's very much like a zen place for me you know what i mean right and it's like right. that's kind of going away man and that's probably yeah. gonna go away in the long term i mean you know right before i closed up my shop and moved out here to chicago um i remember we had a um it was a nissan what was it like a murano or something we're doing a coating on dude okay. there was there was parts of the paint that were like two mils brand yeah. new from the factory and i was like i don't even know if i can really cut this like you know and granted like yeah. it wasn't there for like a paint correction but i was like if this person came in for that I wouldn't even be able to really help them. I, you, and right. that's one of the things that kind of pushed me towards PPF when we did start going down that route was, A, I just kept getting people asking me about it. B, I saw like high quality PPF for the first time. And then C, it was just like, you, we can't degrade the paint. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not my decision anymore. I'm not, I'm not. And I am super against that mindset of like, well, I won't code a car if it's not perfect. Well, that's not your decision. It's not your car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Customer's car. I tell a lot of times I tell the clients like, "Do you think it looks good when we're standing out in the sun?" They're like, "Yeah, I think it looks really good." And I'm like, "Okay, we'll then it's going to look great. Yeah. It's going to look great when I'm done." You know? Yeah, it, yeah. I, I think that's exactly. the most honest way to do it, bro. I, I right. really, really, really do. Well, listen, man. Let's let's jump into a, a, a mid commercial break here, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about oh. how you got to Chicago and the PPF stuff and all that. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, Jason got these commercials fixed for me so <laughs> we'll if not they'll be fine yeah yeah we'll be right back if you have not yet tried oberk's new aps soap now is your chance to receive 15 percent off by using coupon code dsp all capital letters oberk's new all-purpose soap is perfect for all your exterior washing needs this unique formula combines plant-based cleaning power that is effective and versatile whether you are mobile washing or maintaining a ceramic-coated vehicle, APS soap works quickly and rinses easily. This super-concentrated formula can also be used on really tough bugs and is very effective in dirty door jams. To find out more, please visit OberkCarCare.com. Attention detail shop owners, say goodbye to the hassle of multiple orders from all different suppliers. Car Supplies Warehouse is here to revolutionize your shopping experience. We have created a comprehensive online platform where you can find 
everything you need all in one place. We are constantly expanding our product range, adding new supplies, tools, and equipment. Our goal is to make Car Supplies Warehouse your ultimate one-stop shopping destination. And we don't just stop at providing top quality products. We understand that knowledge is crucial for running a successful business. This is why we offer over 100 online videos specifically tailored to educate and empower businesses like yours. So grow your skills and run a successful business with our online training courses. We take our commitment to education even further by providing in-person training classes. Our expert instructors will guide you through hands-on sessions, sharing their wealth of knowledge and helping you take your shop to new heights. We also have an awesome discount program that ties everything together really nice. Enjoy exclusive benefits and saving as a Car Supplies Warehouse member. Join DetailWise Pro under the Save and Learn tab on our website, carsupplieswarehouse.com, and experience the advantages firsthand. And for a limited time only, we are offering a special deal just for Detail Solutions podcast listeners. Sign up for DetailWise Pro using code PRO30, and you're going to enjoy 30 days of free access and free discounts. There's no obligation. You can cancel anytime. So come discover what you've been missing. All right. Well I got to give it up to Jason. Both Jason's on that one. Because um, yeah. Bruno put together a hell of a little video. If you guys are listening to this, please go watch the video. That was pretty bad. That was, please, that was like please, a legit please. commercial, man. Yeah, that was good. Like, dude, Jason is on another level when it comes to like marketing and like yeah. all that kind of stuff, bro. He, he, for someone who's never been like former or formally yeah. trained, sorry. Yeah. It's it's insane how far ahead of, of, of like most people he is, bro. He, he's yeah. such a bright guy. Bruno's getting pretty good with these little uh, marketing deals too, man. When he actually goes to school for this shit here in the next, you know, he's going to kill it. Yeah. I think he starts school like in a couple of weeks or whatever. He's got to take a bunch of, you know, typical school. You got to take the bullshit courses yeah, first. Prerequisites and stuff. And but yeah. Yeah. Something about no, the name Jason awesome. and the beard, so, bro. <laughs> seems to work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um awesome, so man. so so back to your story man so yeah. so so tell me like you know how was how did you go from having you know a pretty decent business or successful business in in, in california to Auto pros being like what you're you're like a manager there right trainer like head it's 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 weird head, head, head title wise to sales and training i just talk real pretty so okay. <laughs> but yeah I, I technically under under my hat or whatever or the head or the hat whatever you want to call it um I, I do all the sales and i am the assistant trainer for optical e-man's a lead trainer that dude's okay. a go i don't i completely succeed to him in every gotcha. facet that has to yeah. do with film. he's he's just incredible at doing it and incredible at teaching it so I'm just his assistant right. there. Um, I do all the sales and training for Dry Synergy. So that is one thing that I do. I do pretty much own uh, almost entirely. And then uh, I do the majority of the training and sales for Detailize Academy. Uh, oh, wow. So everything that kind of falls there. So really, I've, I've, I'm kind of like, I've just been putting account manager on my business card because I feel like I kind of just take care of everyone's accounts, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. But I've just, I've just taken what I've seen from good reps in the industry, what I've experienced, and then just kind of mixing it with like, Thankfully, I'm a nerd, so like I have a good amount of knowledge when it comes to, um, you know, what is like detailing in the industry and some business and marketing stuff. Um, you right. know, I, I I just realized early on that I wasn't very good at school, uh, <laughs> but my test scores were always really well. So I was like, okay, I was like, I I can learn things quickly. I just don't like that 
yeah. kind of you know yeah. system. So it, I mean, pretty early on, I was like, I need to figure shit out like ASAP because by the time all my you know all my homies are out of college and stuff at 24, 25, I gotta be like set up already, or I'm gonna be so far behind everybody else. Right. Exactly. Um, so thankfully, it kind of worked out. But yeah, no, I just um, you know, thankfully, uh, Solo Suds grew to be like a, a pretty pretty good shot, man. Um, we had some good mentors. I, I do want to shout out somebody who I don't think he even watches this or is even in deep playing anymore, but there's a guy named yeah. Josh uh, up in Antioch, California, who used to own uh, Final Stage of Detailing. He re recently switched over to being a uh, police officer full-time. Um, oh, okay. But he ran a shop, and he was the first person that I knew, like, personally, that was making, like, more than, like, 100, 150 grand just detailing. And it was just him. Right. He was just a mobile guy. He did super high-quality work. He danced stuff out. He was a great dad. And he didn't hide any of his knowledge. You know what I mean? So that... It's kind of who I tailored myself after um, was like, because I, I just I didn't understand the need for breaking somebody else down. Right. You know what I mean? So if I saw and and like 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 name like two or three shops, but if I saw someone coming up, you know, within 20, 30 miles of where I was at, and I saw them posting or saw them doing good work, I would just hire them to do my own car. And if they did good work, then I'd just try to be like, hey, dude, like if you need any help with anything, you let me know. Like, I'm here for you. Like, I didn't expect anything in return, but. I mean, in, in my head, if I'm being cynical about it, it raised the industry. Which right. I mean, we could all yeah. charge a little bit more, right? <laughs> if I'm not being cynical, like, it's just what I wanted and what I lacked for the first, like, year and a half of being in a business. And seeing that transition from not having somebody to having somebody to then having somebody and figuring out my own stuff was just, like, this beautiful thing. So uh, as Solo Suds grew, I kind of wanted to get out of California or relocate from where I was at. Um, I lived in Tracy, California. Okay. I was born in Oakland. It was just kind of an expensive area. Tracy used to be very affordable. It was like a suburb of the Bay Area. Uh, you know, like I think we're like 40, 50 miles from San Francisco and San Jose. Uh, okay. But a lot of people moved from the Bay Area into Tracy and that just shot the housing market up. So like a condo yeah. in the hood was like 500 grand. And I was like, bro, like I, I was like, I, I got to make 500 to fucking be able to buy the 500. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I feel like I'm already working like a dog. Like, maybe this ain't for me. So I, my, my plan originally actually was to move to Central California, which okay. is the last place you can buy, like, a really pretty house for, like, three 400000 gotcha. Do some contractor trains with DetailWise. Do some contractor trains with another company that I had good relationships with. And just kind of build up a new shop. You know, like, I had a name. I had filed a new DBA and, like, was getting all set up for that. Came out and did some trainings with um, – I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, I just randomly shot a message to uh, Jason on Facebook. Um, just being like, hey, like I'm just interested in in getting out of state. This is what I do. This is my shop. This is, you know, who we've been accredited with. This is the trainings I've done. Blah 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 blah. If you ever need anybody, you just let me know. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, and then had tried to get a hold of Eric at Detechnic, uh, because that was you know the president. And that was the guy who kind of helped me guide through some of the some of the stuff that, you know, comes early on with being an accredited detailer. And uh, his phone number changed. And his email was gone. And his Instagram was gone. Was like, Where did this guy go? You know. Yeah. And then I uh, shot a message to Chris. I was like, "Hey, I was like, do you know what's up with Eric? Bro? Like, I was trying to get a hold of him. He's like, oh, he's at Car Supplies Warehouse with Jason now. I was like, all right, okay. So I was like, let me fucking go bug Jason again. So yeah, uh, I go to check my Facebook messenger, and Jason had replied, dude, like two minutes after I sent him a message or some crazy shit like that. Like he just actually oh, wow. like, right away and was on it. And I was like, I was like, why is this guy replying to me? Like, I'm, I'm a total nobody <laughs> compared to him. Yeah. You know? yeah. But we had a couple conversations. We spoke on a Saturday, and he was like, "You know what, dude? I'm gonna be down in California um, in a couple weeks. Like, you should just come down, and we can talk." And I was like, "All right, cool." So 
booked a hotel um, in a general area because he didn't give me any details and he's really hard to get a hold of. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, like, <laughs> which I get because he, he's super busy. But yeah, I know. yeah. So it's I know. like it was. I think it was like in September or something like that. And it's like I'm supposed to be there like uh fucking Thursday, Friday, Saturday or something. Uh-huh. It's like Wednesday, right? And I was uh, talking to my mom about it, and then she was like, "So, like, where are you going?" I was like, "I don't actually know." She's like, well, "What are you gonna do?" I was like, "I don't, I don't know." To be oh. honest with you, she was like, "So, why are you going?" I was like, "I don't have an answer." She's like, "Are you getting paid?" Yeah. I was like, "No." She's like, nope. "Are they paying for your hotel?" I was like, "No." Nope. She's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I was like, "I don't know." Yeah, why not? You know, like I, at, at this point, I feel like I've taken so many chances in life that, like, fuck it, what's one more? You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, and either way, and, and it's it's Southern California, bro. It's there's tons of beaches and good food and shit to do, like. A very worst case scenario, Jason hates me. I'm just gonna have fun and so kind of like, you know. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but went down and um, you know, like that, I think it was that night he texted me, he's like, Oh yeah, we're gonna be at a, a Gretty uh in Irvine. And I was like, like Gretty performance? I was like, Oh shit, okay, like I know those guys, you know. He's like, Yeah, we're gonna be pink rocking some car. I think it's like an old GTR, like R thirty three. And I was like, You're saying this so casually, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I get there, try to be there a little early, you know, good first impression. And then out of this truck, uh, this little, I don't even know what SMS should be, hops out Eric, Jason. Uh, they call them Ricky Martin, but uh, Raul and uh, I think it's Martin. Two Costa Rican guys. Uh, fucking someone else was visiting. Jay Lau, E-Man. Dude, it was like a group of like eight people. I was like, who the fuck are all these guys? <laughs> like, right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then we just kind of started chatting and, um, you know, whatever. We just kind of hit it off. We did some pink correction work, some PPF work. Um kind of sat down and had like a serious conversation with jason and then it just kind of got derailed because we were just running around doing stuff uh and then we go to dinner and then we have like an actual serious conversation and they're just looking for positions that like isn't my thing you know like a right. product manager and this and that and i was like dude i none of those really fit into what i'm good at i was like here's all the things i'm good at here's all the things i suck at here's all the things i can handle but like don't want to do long term but i can handle if we need to kind of just ran through it um Gave me kind of like a salary range that they were looking for. It just didn't really line up with like moving out of the country or not out of the country, sorry, out of the state. And yeah. Yeah. We kind of stuff that I was like, hey, like, you know what? Let's just do like some in person training. Let's see how it goes. Did it, went pretty well. Uh, we talked, kind of came up to an agreement of like, we don't really know what we're going to do with you, but we like you and we'll figure it out together. Just be patient with us because this is going to be like a roller coaster. Right. I was like, all right, fuck it. Like at this point, like I, I, uh, I, I come from a family of immigrants. I come from a single mom. I come from a woman who crossed the border, sixteen, pregnant, running, running away from an abusive relationship. So like, wow. if she can take that gamble, this is nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is just yeah. incomplete. Like, like I'm the, moving in the park. Dude, walk in the park. I'm going in with like a good salary. I'm fucking, it's not stupid expensive. Like I can speak two languages, right? Like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not set up for failure like my mom was, you know? Right, right. So, yeah. So, I feel like I kind of just owe it to them. And, you know, my, my kids are little. You know, my little one's not even two yet. My oldest one just turned five. So, it's like, if we're going to move, now is the time to do it. And, and before they get too ingrained and too big. And, um, yeah, that was kind of it. We just got here and we had like a maybe half-hour meeting with Jason. And he took off for like a month. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll just try to figure it out. <laughs> but that, that's been what it is, man. It's just it, – it's been – there's a lot of uh, uh, auto- autonomy, if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and I, I have a lot of freedom to just chase things that I think are worth it and chase right. people that I think are worth it. And um, that's how the last detail line ended up at Car Supplies Warehouse was like, that was something that I loved and I could never buy through Car Supplies Warehouse. So like, I really like 
just drill it into everybody. Like, I really want right. to carry this stuff. Like, I will personally fucking sell it if I need to. Like, I, I really believe in it. I believe in the guy. Um, and there was other stuff, you know, a little projects. But one of the things that we got to test out while we were in SoCal was an optical. We got to test out, like, an early prototypical optical. And I was like, dude, I was like, this is really nice PPF. Like, it looks good. I like how it installs. And that was the other kind of thing that we had talked about was, like, this is going to launch at some point this year. Like, we need a sales rep for it. Can you handle that? And I was like, yeah, that's easy. That's, you know. Like sales and sales rep is easy. Just give me something to sell. As long as I believe in it, there's no problem, right? Like it's right, just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I don't, don't make me sell some shit I don't like <laughs> or don't yeah. believe in, you know? <laughs> but if it's something that I truly believe in, it, it it just, it fits my personality, man. You know what I mean? Like I, I get nothing out of anybody buying anything from Car Spice Warehouse. There's no incentives. There's no, none of that's built in there. But I'm right. still on Facebook groups all day recommending stuff. I'm still responding to stuff in the Detechnic group or in Pain Assassins or like you should try this, you should try that or whatever. I just want to see things grow and, and I'm very obsessed with like growth, you know. Um, I like seeing things go from nothing to something and uh, Jason's story aligns a lot with like what I believe a, a business should be, you know. Right, yeah. So, and then having Eric, uh, he's he's kind of been like a mentor, man, honestly. Like I, I'm very grateful for Eric. For Eric. He's, uh, you know, he's super well known in the industry. And he's he's done a lot. He's been kind of in a lot of different places, and he's made a lot of mistakes. And he's done a lot of great things. And it's cool being able to learn from someone who is, yeah. I don't know, forget how far ahead he is, but you know, figured 10, 15 years ahead of, of where I'm at right now. He he shocked me, I think, the most at the creator event because I had <clears throat> I had already we had already had Eric on the the podcast with mm -hmm. with Dylan when we did the uh, the okay. knockoff deals yeah and then yeah. <laughs> and then i got to meet him at um gloss U last year yeah. um with, so uh, that, that facetime or whatever but i still didn't really like know eric i just knew yeah. eric right you knew all of them yeah, yeah, yeah and right right and and the funny thing that that like i'll i'll just i i think i'll always remember about eric is is his coffee obsession <laughs> uh, you know lear learning about that at the creator coffee, event man. like yeah. like the fact that this dude knows probably more about coffee or as much about coffee as he does detailing and takes it's pretty it insane has serious yeah you know like i was like i told him i was like dude i want to get a video of you and he's like oh man you gotta you gotta wait let me get my apron put on let me get everything yeah, situated. Yeah. i'm like he's you legit know? bro he's yeah legit. Like, like this guy was like I remember walking in with him on, I forget, I think it might have been the second morning or maybe the third yeah, morning Thursday. or whatever. Yeah. And because we walked in together, like, you know, like he was mm -hmm. opening the door and like he walks in, he's like flipping on the lights and like immediately like puts his little apron yeah. on. And <laughs> like, so that, that was his job though. That that was his yeah. job for the creator event was yeah. his, his, his way of thinking of it from what we spoke about was like, he's like, hey, either like, I'm going to double check everything or you guys are going to double check everything and I'm going to go make coffee. Yeah. You know, and it became like, because there were so many things going on, so going on, excuse me, and so many moving pieces and he yeah. was tied up to a couple of different stuff. He just became the coffee guy, but he was yeah. the best fucking barista I've ever had. It was, it was so funny. <laughs> I don't drink coffee, but I was like, man, like, you know, like I almost wanted to get yeah. a cup from him just because, but I didn't want to waste yeah. it. He's a passionate dude, man. He's a passionate dude. But I had the same attitude, you know, it was like, I, I didn't really know what was going on with the creator event. Um, it was, like I knew what it was, obviously, and, you know, yeah. in the graphics and stuff. But like, I was like, dude, I was like, unless I could ask directly, like I am pretty tied up with like these three or four other things. Like, I'm just going to rock with this for now. And then uh, I remember Jason called me into his office or maybe we were just talking about something. 
And I was like, hey, I was like, like, I know it's last minute, but I'm just letting you know, like, if you guys need me for the creator event, like, I need to get into these meetings, I need to get going, because I, I got, like, a bunch of little things I'm trying to balance out right now. And he was like, oh, we got something for you. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean, bro? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you won't have a hard job, but just know we got something for you. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I walked in on that Wednesday morning with you guys and got fucking thrown a jacket, like a security jacket, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking whistle <laughs> and lanyard. Yeah. I, I made it my profile pic today. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, this ain't that bad. I thought you guys were going to ask me to do some other like stupid shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that shit was yeah. hilarious when you, yeah, when you had it on. Oh, um, yeah, on Saturday, bro. It was great. I was, yeah, it was, yeah, it yeah. was fun because I was able to just be in my corner and just kind of observe everything. And yeah. thankfully, you know, some people came by. So I got my little social itch where I got to like, you know, hang out a little bit. But it was yeah. cool, man. I got to just watch from from the from the back end of it, and it wasn't stressful. You know, it wasn't really until that second and third day when we started recording. They're like, "Hey, by the way, like, you're in charge of these two locations." I was like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, like you get in the products, we already have a pick. You just make sure they're good to go. I was like, oh, "Okay, that's easy. That's you know, that's not too bad." But yeah, yeah. I no, thought the creator good. event went really well, man. I, I really, really did. I I, I, had, I had a blast. I mean, other than other than the craziness of the first day, and and honestly, it was yeah. you know. It just ended up being we forgot my band, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Were you there for that? No, I don't think wait. What happened? I forgot Pan at the hotel. Oh no, I wasn't I don't think I was there for that. Pan, I'm so sorry. Okay, so I got like last minute kind of asked to be a driver that morning. And I was like, right. all right, cool, whatever. So, you know, we go get the cars and, and all that. And then they or sorry that day from the airport uh you know we're picking everybody up and dropping everybody yeah off. and the next morning they're like hey like you need to go pick everybody up at this hotel i was like cool it's on the way to work for me that's, that's not bad <coughs> that's all the instructions i got <laughs> so we're waiting around it's like 8 15 and i'm like okay like the, the thing starts at like nine everyone has to get settled in i was like we probably need to leave in the next like minute or two right because like everyone's gonna want to see the building and then we gotta get settled in yeah. with the chairs and yada 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 so i'm like you know hey like if you guys are ready let's just take off right so we leave and then um we're like in a little convoy i think we're looking all cool i call eric i was like hey you should send j out get like a little video of us like rolling up you know and then he was like yeah no you need to turn back around i was like what do you mean he's like you forgot pan i was like what do you mean he's like pan the organizers outside the hotel calling me asking me where the fuck is rides at you need to turn the fuck back around i was like oh shit <laughs> Yeah, so see yeah, what you did, what they, up, bro. I just did a fucking yeah. What they yeah, failed to tell you was you were supposed to go up to his room and you know you had to knock on the door, <laughs> you know, Mr. With Pan, his coffee. and we're here for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, apparently the instructions were we were to wait till eight twenty, and I oh, left okay. at like eight eighteen. I was like, well, nobody told me that, bro. They're like, yeah, it's yeah. cool. I was like, nah, like, he he, he was okay. <laughs> yeah he was he was actually pretty cool to be around. He he was yeah yeah he was very very down to earth. Very um, yeah. yeah yeah he was, he was yeah. very very you know you could you could walk right up and talk to him and everything like that which was pretty cool yeah um, i had a good time with everybody bro i don't i don't think there was anybody who really um you know looked like a bad taste in my mouth everybody was kind of who i figured they were going to be and yeah and then there were some people who had a little bit more personality than i thought you know what i mean yeah. so it was cool well, like, i'll I, tell you I, what i i messaged i mean i told i told chelsea and then i made mm -hmm. sure to make to message jason that you know for what it was right and i mean there was like 13 creators there or something I, like that i think i i think the exact numbers and i'm probably gonna butcher it was it was 14 creators okay. and then uh there was like eight 14 18. brands but a grand total of like eight uh, 60 people okay so 60 people all, all inclusive so, with brands right so the one thing that i told chelsea and jason was like what a great job because 
there was no egos and no drama the whole weekend. Yeah, you know, dude, and, yeah. well, and there was would, one, but <laughs> uh, was there? Well, there I was one, but it, it was it was between some of the OGs. It was kind of funny because <laughs> okay. I didn't notice any like you know everybody seemed to get along. Everybody, yeah, you know, was was happy, was comfortable, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where typically you would think like, you know, oh shit, you know here here you go all these all these youtubers you know where's the ego going to come personalities into? bro yeah, yeah just a lot of personalities yeah i thought it did super well man i i, I yeah. really really did like i kudos to everybody who planned it i had nothing to do with planning it i was just happy yeah. to be a part of it but yeah. yeah you don't want me to be the guy planning stuff i'm gonna miss yeah. that but yeah but i yeah, yeah, i, I yeah, had a great you can't, time, even, you can't even pick people up from the air or, or from the hotel uh, yeah so, i uh, can't even do the yeah. easiest job right yeah. <laughs> yeah no man but yeah I, i'm excited to see what it, what it becomes dude because i mean i yeah i mean maybe there's a few where like this is like a convention kind of thing you know or like i I don't know what what jason's vision is with it but yeah i mean well you were there on saturday so like like our our retail store uh rung out like it was it was in the five digits like of sales in like three or four hours you know what i mean and i was like dude like we were only open for four hours we probably had three four hundred people come through the building probably like like yeah close to 300 but I, I asked Greg what he thought, and he's like, he's like probably two to three hundred people. I would I would imagine yeah. are here, and it was crazy because it rained that day, and I was like, mm-hmm. do you think you would have had more if it rained? And he goes, eh, maybe, but I think people just yeah. came to come anyways. I don't think because he was like, it's not a car show, you know, so it's not like people are hanging but it, outside. It, it, you know? it could be. You get what I'm saying? Like I I, yeah. I I think that's the future of it. Maybe. See, but it's it's this very delicate balance, right? Because like we're running into this issue a little bit with the optical classes where. You know, we had whatever it was a little bit over 100 rolls pre-sold, and we're like, all right, yeah. cool. Like, we got to get a lot of train days because we're gonna have a lot of people to train, and maybe like half of the class has been super full, and another half have been like kind of smaller. You know, like on the smaller side, and we're like, right, what's going on? So I start, you know, calling people and creating a little spreadsheet, which isn't my thing, but whatever, you know. And that's the one thing I kept hearing was like, hey, like, dude, it's June. I can't leave my shop for four days to go yeah. train. Like, it's it's busy season, you know. Yeah. So it's like April is a good place to be at. You'd want to probably move a little closer, like the summertime, so you get better weather. But then you might have less people showing up. So it's like you know, it's a it's it's a lot to figure out and a lot to plan out and a lot to try to prevent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I don't know how they they did it with everybody, but it was kudos to Jason and Greg for being able to pull that off mm-hmm. with minimal hitches. Because I think yeah. overall, overall there was wasn't too much. Um, well, and minimal staffing almost too, bro. You know yeah, I mean? like, yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah, have exactly. a giant team. Like, no, that, that's one thing. I've, <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I've tried to bring up a lot to people. Where, um, like, I I think I had or I felt a lot of pressure that I, you know, just put on myself when optical launch, so just to try to handle everything. And then, you know, I remember talking to Jason. He was like, "Dude, he's like, this is going to be a slow play. Like, things aren't yeah. going to be perfect year one. He's like, they're probably not going to be perfect year two. I yeah. was like, you know what? That that's a good point. Like, it's but that's it's when it's me, fun. Eric, Jason, and Eric, and and yeah. Uh, sorry, it's a me, Jason, Eman, and Eric, and it's like, dude, we all have multiple hats that we're wearing. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You know, but that's so when it's, that's like, when it's fun when there's when there's mistakes and because because eventually when it gets super polished, I think everybody will look back and be like, remember that first year? Like, remember when it was yeah. just like kind of a fun thing you know and now it's mm-hmm. like a polished kind of deal you know and sometimes yeah, it's, yeah. Not it's, as, it's a little less as, fun 
Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember when Alex was upstairs and we were pressure washing underneath him during his podcast? <laughs> like you could hear it was. <laughs> yeah, those are the good yeah, times. Yeah, we we tried fixing that problem for like two months, bro. So I like I mm-hmm. I have a, a day that I requested to work from home, where I was like, you guys want me to to call these people and do all these meetings and shit to you know again make connections, sell products, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, dude, all they can hear is the fucking pressure washers half the day. I was like, I, I need to work from home or work at a different location right. or something. We had an issue yeah. the first month I was there where like, the Wi-Fi would cut out like once a week, bro, and then be down and then like we'd be in the middle of like a Google Meet like this and the Wi-Fi would just fucking take a shit. And I was like, dude, I, oh, I might have to work from home like one day a week just to get all this done, you know? But right, thankfully right. most of it got, got figured out. Um, these microphones are amazing, by the way, for uh, for not picking yeah. up all that audio. You know what I mean? Just turn the gain down a little bit. And it, it works pretty well. Uh, yeah. At least, at least yeah, no, they were, for my voice. They were nice mics. You know? Yeah. No, they it's were nice mics because I used – I brought all my all my stuff, but I ended up using yeah. your guys' stuff for the most part. So, yeah. Do you use the Rode mics or what do you guys use? Uh, we, use no, we use Knox Gear mics. Oh, okay, okay. Got it, got it. They're just, they're just cheap little – They work. Yeah, I mean they're they're cheap. They're like thirty five bucks, but fucking everybody. Oh yeah, these, like, man, your sound is so good. Oh, you oh, you got one of those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got. What the is that the DGI? Or not my DGI. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We uh, like I said, we we just we started doing some content stuff with E Man because again, some of these classes aren't as full as we expect them to be. So it's like, all right, like we only have one or, one or two students in. A lot of it's hands on. You just want to give people time to troubleshoot, right? Like like my yeah. my philosophy for training is the what, the how, and the why, right? What yeah. are you doing? You're installing PPF. What is PPF? How do you do it? Here's your demo. Here's how you do it. Here's how you anchor. Here's how you stretch. Here's how you get it on, right? Why do you squeegee this way instead of that way? Yeah. Why do you stretch this way instead of that way? Why don't you squeegee into it, right? And it's like, you can explain all that, but it'll go in one ear, not the other ear, until you actually get stuck. And you're like, do I keep getting this lift line right here? I don't know what to do. And it's like, okay, well, this is why we say do it this way instead of that way. Both ways right. work. This way prevents that, right? Uh, and and I try to take that approach into all the trainings that we do. Um, so we have even like DIY two, three, four hour trainings. Like it's the same approach there. Like why do you use two buckets and a wash mitt and a different bucket for your wheels <laughs> when you wash a car, right? right and yeah. again, to us, it's super obvious, right? So like, but someone who's day one and, and really the bays serves a lot of DIY people who are very early on into, excuse me, or very towards the top of the rabbit hole of detailing. They don't know the why. They right. just know that Pan, the organizer, told them to use two buckets. Yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or whoever, take yeah. a pick. Or Jason said to use these. Or um, who's the gentleman? Is it Rad Garage? Who's the person that talks about using, like, 16 microfiber towels? Wilson Auto Detail. It's uh, one of the YouTubers. Uh, I don't remember. but Yeah. I don't know. One, it's it's, it's one of the guys. But, yeah, yeah but that that's it. Ed Larry does it from MLYC. But there's a couple of different guys who do it where it's like, yeah, just buy a 25-pack of Eagle 500s, and that's your wash media, you know? Right, but It's yeah, like, why? Yeah. Why am I going to go spend yeah. $100 on fucking towels? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These Costco good towels old, are only a good old $15. Auto double, double flip and a... And, and a oh, and dude, a, I love auto fiber and towels. Gauntlet and a, or, um, a Dreadnought Max. <clears throat> have I shown go, you man. my stupid towel? I have like their five foot. Yeah, this yeah, one. I got that one. This one that yeah, goes. Yeah. This one that goes from, yeah. from one end of the couch to the other end of the couch. Yeah, yeah I, I got it too. Love that thing, bro. Yeah, yeah I I, love that thing. like Ian's dude. Ian sent it to me, and I'm like, I, I, I'm a, 
I just don't want to use it. Like it's it's so I cool. Like so, I I just throw it on the back of the couch here as part of my like memorabilia. Like all yeah, the that shit that I've accumulated. Um, well, from I, I got a little pickup truck, so for me, like it makes sense. I can clean like the whole hood and the fenders yeah. at once. Yeah, and then like we we, we used it on a on a Miata one time, dude. One wipe. <laughs> <laughs> one wife took care of the whole one, thing. I one, was like, one, 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 one one side, one on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Two people, one towel, one Miata, yeah. one wife. <laughs> I just I just think if I use it, it would end up breaking my washing machine. It's so it's so big. I don't it's, know. A, it's, I don't... A, it's a single load item. You have to wash yeah, it by itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just gonna absorb all the water that gets put in though, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You gotta air dry it. Yeah, we I yeah. put it in the dryer one time at, at the bays and it was just Dude, you could see the dryer Come doing this. I was like, yeah, I'm going to take it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so now we yeah. just air dry it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I love Auto Fiber, man. They, they make some good stuff, dude. Yeah. I, I use a lot high. of their stuff. Yeah, savers are great. I love the savers. Been using those for a long time. Dry downs are fantastic. Can't go wrong with those. I like their uh, 700s for wiping off compound. I think it's 700s, I'm pretty sure. Like the uh, gray on one side, right on the other side. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're 700s. Love those. I use I um, compounds. Quadrant. I like to use the the Korean plush four seventies for okay. the for my wipe downs, mm-hmm. um, just because um, Jason and Noxy turned me on to those. Makes sense. It's a, it's a real real high long long fiber um, right. or pile, um, okay. and it's it's real soft. So when you're when you're wiping, maybe you know, being a four seventy GSM, it's super soft. Yeah. So when you're when you're wiping less less um chances got of scratch it, got it. we just yeah. uh at, at my shop we got tied into a lot of like the gm black vehicles and yeah. uh this I, I, pre- I don't remember if they're 700 or 730s or something but it's a dual-sided gray and red or gray yeah. and blue <clears throat> those in my opinion just were the easiest to get compound and and wipe down the the gm black without having a scratch nice. i remember using 500s one time and the 500s were like kind of leaving a little mark yeah. behind. I was like, yeah. dude, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Like, I can't even, you know, wipe these down. So, dude. you know, but yeah, GM Black, man, it's one of those things. That, one of my yeah. favorites from, from, from me in that I get is the, uh, the cost what towel. Cause I'll buy that. <clears throat> I'll buy that in the case. Cause okay. you get like two, you get like 200 towels for like 160 bucks, like edgeless yeah. towels. Yep, so, yep. so it breaks down, towel, breaks yeah. down to like, like 80 cents a towel or something like mm-hmm. that. And which competes with the it, Costco towel pricing, by the way. <laughs> right, right. And it's and it's um like a two-face. So one side kind of has like a little bit longer pile, and then the other side is a shorter yeah. pile. Let so the creatures like almost use, from our company, right? Right. So what I like to do is use those for coatings because I'll I'll get one towel and flip it on the low pile side, and then I'll get another tile and flip it on the high pile side. So when I'm doing my coating, yeah. I do my first wipe with that low pile side and then i'll do my buff off with the the high pile side and then what i can do is like when i'm halfway down a side i can flip them right so i'm I'm using Mm -hmm. kind of four towels but really only using two because i'm just flipping them over and then so realistically like (laughs) if i'm gonna do a whole vehicle i might only use Like like two to four towels Right, right, like four four towels, maybe six, depending on. Right. But it's with really the bigger car. I'm yeah. using like eight or sixteen okay. towels, right? Because I'm fl- I'm doubling yeah. them by flipping them every time. Right. Um, and then because they're so cheap, then I can just pitch them, and I don't. It doesn't 
It doesn't hurt. You don't me. feel bad. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's a better towel than the Costco towel because well, they're more consistent. Quality. Right. They're more consistent. You know, because you know? right. that that, that so, was that was always my answer for people who would ask about the Costco towels. I was like, yeah, look, it's it's a it's a whatever it is, thirty five pack or something. Yeah. You might have thirty four really good towels, but you're gonna have that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're not gonna yeah. know until after it scr- scratches something, <laughs> right? Like why take the risk? Scratch the fuck out of a car. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, but yeah, your your exact logic is why I like the uh, quadrant towel so much. You know what I mean? Like, right. It, it's yeah. it sounds so stupid, but like having those numbers on there for me just made it so much easier to track what was going yeah. on instead of having three separate towels. You could have two, and like you said, sixteen sides. Right. Um, you you can work through you know like a small car and, and be yeah fine. you're not and you get, and a, you're not you get a third one as like an insurance blanket right. but yeah and then again they're so cheap throw them away when you're done and it doesn't yeah doesn't they're like two dollars or something i think maybe yeah. less yeah exactly yeah 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 well let's jump into uh our last commercial break because we've gone like 20 minutes over um oh. from, from when we were supposed to do commercial break but uh Let's do the oh, last commercial. Wait, let's do the last commercial break. Let's hope uh, this one works. Um, Jason said it wasn't uploaded, but we kind of played a little bit of it <laughs> earlier before we started. So we'll see if yeah, it goes all the way through. And then uh, we'll come back and we'll wrap this up, man. We'll be right back. Yeah. Tell us about your little wheelie journey you had yesterday. How'd that go that was on the Viper fun. chair? I stole this Viper chair. A lot of people hadn't played with one, so I quite like the fact that they got a shot. Nice. You know, a lot of guys were generally trying out going, huh, these things are cool. But it was good fun, especially on this floor. Like, this is a legit carpet and all the cables, it just rolls right over. Rolls it, right and it's dried. Yeah, well done. It's a cool chair. I like it. How comfortable are you right now? Very. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think retailers should invest in a Viper chair? You know what? My name is Alan Metcraft, and I would say go buy Viper. Make sure to go to viperindustrial.com and at checkout, use the code DSP to save an additional off your purchase. That's a stackable coupon. So whatever Viper's giving you off, get another $25 as well. You need a website, but you don't know where to start? Detailers Roadmap can help. Their websites are designed for detailers and have all the features you need to convert visitors into lifelong customers. It's easy to use, affordable, and they'll even write and design the website from start to finish. So accelerate your auto detailing business's growth and increase online visibility with Detailers Roadmap's bespoke digital marketing services. You'll rank high on search engines and increase PPF, ceramic coating, and tenting sales. Contact Detailers Roadmap today to schedule your free discovery call. And make sure that you tell them you heard about it here on the Detail Solutions Podcast to receive your discount. Those chairs are so awesome, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take yeah. take it from the fucking giant Mexican guys. They you need those those chairs, yeah. honestly. I yeah. I thought they were so overpriced and so overrated yeah. until I tried one. I was like, nope, I get it. <laughs> I completely get I it. Do too. I get it. I get it too. Um, I'll tell yeah. you what, man. Like ever since I use one, like when I'm polishing, like compared to the I have the red Amazon chair that everybody has, you know. Yeah, um, the little bucket thing. Or yeah, the little, yeah, and every, little every, circle one. Yeah, well, no, it's it's like the bucket one. Looks like a yeah. race. Looks like a half-ass race car seat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but ever since I started <laughs> using my Viper chair, like um, my back doesn't hurt at the end of the day, yeah. you know, because it kind of forces you to like sit Straight. like normal in it versus kind of like you know bad posture sitting or whatever. 
So yeah. Yeah, and, and that that's one of the downsides to uh, like polishing a lot, bro. Is like you're in awkward positions, your shoulders get super worn out. Like <clears throat> you kind of have to like. This is one thing I found too. Like I, and I, like I'll be fully open about it. One of the reasons I was actually looking to move on from the shop was uh, my hands, bro. My hands yeah. were, were like cramp up on me and close up, and I was like, dude, like I don't know what to do. And I uh, was like doing this like weight loss thing, so I was doing like Muay Thai and stuff, and like just hitting pads and sparring and shit, which is why I'm out even more. And uh, for me, like, and I, I've commented a couple times in the Facebook group, but I firmly believe in weightlifting now, bro. You had like some kind of weightlifting, farmer's carries, yeah. just holding a dumbbell and walking with it. And probably in like six months of just doing like some powerlifting stuff, all my hand pain went away. The only time I really feel wow. it now is if I'm holding like a really small brush for too long, like if I'm kind of doing this and, you know, yeah. scrubbing. Yeah. That's the only time I really feel it anymore. Thankfully, the scrubbing just kind of fixed that for me because I don't have to use it. A small brush too often but that's the only time i really feel it you know if i'm doing like lug nuts around a wheel and i go around all the whole car or something and it's been you know it's like a like a 2500 ram with an eight lug and you're just sitting there for 30 yeah. minutes gonna lug that <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean that's really yeah. the only time i feel it anymore but yeah weightlifting like like fix that for me man my, my hands got a little chunky now which kind of sucks but you know it's like i i don't have yeah. that issue anymore yeah i noticed that like uh my thumb here like the joint of my yeah. thumb if i if like on I the hold, back end of it uh, yeah if i hold yep. kind of like what you said like if i hold a brush for too long or if i hold a um like an applicator, like applicator. Pad or something yeah. yeah for too long it starts it starts cramping up but but i've kind of you know, i'm I mean, telling you I, I think find some way just hold yeah. it in both hands and just go walk, i've like, always had that issue though I, I think it's just from all my shit the car wash you know always yeah over the years. something yeah 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 so I listen man let's get to um let's get to the closeout questions Sick. um these are my my favorite questions now to ask people i'll i'll yep. even throw in jason's question just because i don't it's gonna be something it's a silly. good question it's a good question i just don't think it's a great question but for some reason he loves it I, so i'll <laughs> I'll accommodate right, him see. a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. So the first one is like, when when did you have that aha moment? When did you when did you realize your worth? Like, you know, we all kind of have that moment where we go, like, um, oh, why am I charging two hundred dollars for this? I need to be charging more. You know. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, it's it's two moments, but for two different reasons. Okay. Right? One was maybe. This must have been like November of 2017. I had a dude I knew who had a black W6 Trans Am. He had just uh -huh. bought it. It was like a 25,000 mile car. And I remember just the man was like, I want to work on it. I don't care. Like, I love those cars. Obviously, I got a Trans Am tattoo, you know. I was yeah. like, I just want to work on it. I love it. Whatever you want to do, you just let me know. And then he was like, yeah, I, I want to do like a paint correction. The paint's pretty swelled up. I need like an interior detail. It's like a tan interior. So it's a little messed up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool. I was like, how much can you spend? He's like, dude, I got like 200 bucks and that's it. And I was like, I don't think that's enough, man. Like, I need like 500 or 600, you know, we kind of go back and forth. And then I was like, you know what? Bills are due. <laughs> Fuck yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Dude, I worked on that thing for like 30, 40 hours, just was exhausted. Like, you know what I mean? And I remember like him turning it in, loved it, posted everywhere, got me more work, whatever. So I'm grateful for it. But I remember like <clears throat> doing the math and I was like, 30 hours, 200. It's like, oh my God, I made like, I made less than a dollar an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so that was, that was the first one was just like, gotcha. holy crap. But the, the second one was um, selling uh, my, my first uh, PPF job. 
in like uh, okay. in 2019 or yeah, like late 2019 was just like, I remember, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard to get over that two to three grand mark with coatings and paint corrections. That right, seems yeah. to be kind of the ceiling unless you're doing, unless you're doing wet sandy or something, right? That's kind of a different right, story. Yeah. I remember Ram coming in, he was like, I just, I really want the PPF and this and that. And I was like, well, we can get all the coatings. We can paint correct it. And I quoted him like 2000 bucks or something. It wasn't that bad. And then um, he's like, we'll just figure out how much more for the PPF. And I was like, all right. So I called my buddy who had been doing PPF for a little bit at that same shop that had actually started my career because okay. uh, I couldn't afford them. And right. I was like, hey, like, what would you guys charge for, for a full front PPF on this? And he wants like the bottom trim done under the doors. And he's like, oh, let me go ask my boss. And he's like, oh, he said 3300 And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with you guys? I was like, no, no, like just the front. He's like, no, no, like that's for just the front. Yeah. And I was like, all right. I was like, Matt, like, what do I have to do to get you to come out? And, and you know what I mean? Like, like, can I have you do it on the side, you know? And so we kind of go back and forth. He's like, I just got to be careful because I don't want to get my boss pissed off and this and that. And I was like, dude, how much are you getting paid? And I was like, 20 bucks an hour or something. I was like, this is like a $2 million shop. Like, holy shit. I was like, hey, like, what if I paid you like this much? And I just shot a number out and it was yeah. like a couple hundred dollars, you know? He was like, yeah, I could probably do like in a day too. I was like, I'll buy the materials and that. Go back to the customer. I quoted him like two grand, just like, I was like, I'm gonna just shoot a little lower, right? Like, yeah, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. He's like, all right, cool. When can you do it? And I was like, oh my God, this is like a $4,000 job. <laughs> I was like, dude, what the hell? Like, but that was my aha moment was like, you know what? People are willing to pay and yeah. profit was always very important to me. But that was my second one. I was like, all right, cool. And then we got up to like a, 12 grand invoice you know what i mean so like wow you can get pretty far with ppf you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely for sure um and then the fun question is uh you know mm. it's wrestlemania it's fight night it's whatever okay. you're into yeah you know what's your yeah. what's your song as you're walking down to the ring that's gonna tell people about you and and get you get you pumped up um i'm gonna Fuck, okay, this is a hard one. I don't know if I want a serious song or a funny song. Because <laughs> I'd love to do, like, the Pokemon theme song, you know? Okay. Like, I want to be the very best. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whatever, 90s kid. But yeah. uh, truthfully, probably uh, there's a song by Nipsey Hussle uh, called Victory Lap. That it's, it's a, he made the song a little bit, well, not a little before he passed away, but he made the song right. about a year later. He, he, was, he was killed or whatever. But I actually have uh, the word prolific tattooed. And that's okay. one of the first lines in the in the, in the song. So if I'm being serious, nice. that song, if I want to goof around, probably the Pokemon theme song. Pokemon, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a slap, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then, and then Jason, Jason's somewhat kind of good question is... Bruno is, or Otterness? Bruno. Okay. Um, if, if you could change any one item in the world price to a dollar, and it's only a dollar for you, any item... It'll always be a dollar just for you. Okay, like a consumable, or like, can I make the Eiffel Tower a dollar? <clears throat> you want to make if you it, real estate, cars, food, toys, PPF, the last whatever, know, whatever you want to change to a dollar, <laughs> but it's, and it's only going to be a dollar for you. What do you? What do you? What do you change into a dollar? And it has to be a very specific item. I, people okay. just say houses, like. Like, well, yeah, I know, but I don't want to give the boring answer. So I'm like, what else could we do? <laughs> right, whatever you want to change it to. I mean, if you want, if you want gas, to, I mean, think, I think Lobato was talking about like gas being a dollar, you know, like he it's, it's whatever. He drives a truck, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he does. <laughs> yeah, because in my, like, I, so I just, I got this watch recently, just a little cheapy, like, like $300 watch, but it was like uh -huh. to commemorate moving out of California. It's yellow, like the California sun, you know? 
Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, I don't know. What about like a Rolex or something? Yeah, like there you Rolex. go. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. We'll do a, uh, a Rolex. I believe it's nice. called a Rainbow Daytona. Yeah, I'm gonna be portraying that, but it's basically a bunch of little little different colored uh, diamonds around the, the yeah. edge of it. Or Just gotta get Vukum Vukum certified. Yeah, get a Vukum certified. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, those videos are so entertaining. All the watch yeah, guys I, negotiating. I love them. I, I mean, I, yeah. I I I love the ones with with Buckley just because I, I think he's Buckley's awesome and, and he's like super smart. But then yeah. then the, the, the kid, the Vukum kid, like yeah. he's just he's just cool to watch because like he just kind of doesn't give a shit, you know. And I it's love watching him. Sure. Yeah, I love when he does like the fast flips. He's like, all right, I just picked this one up. I only paid this much yeah. money for it. I'm gonna go over here. I'm gonna sell it for this much. <laughs> and, 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 dude, I'm, I'm, there's a world out there where I leave this to go flip fucking watches. I swear to God, <laughs> God dude, right? <laughs> Dude, I, like the the ones, like, jewelry thing isn't too far from my. It's like I'm like half an hour from it. From the little dude, when they when they up. get into like those petite Philippe's that are yeah, like six hundred k, you know, yeah. or the or the APs that are a couple hundred. The Royal Oak, yeah, like, I love the Royal Oak. Those things look good. You know, it's like nuts, man. Yeah, I yeah. I, I remember when the uh, when that uh, that Rainbow Daytona. I think I saw it on. I'm pretty sure it was a uh, Mr. Wonderful's YouTube channel, the the guy from Shark Tank, Kevin. Okay. I think yeah. he had made a video about it, like uh, that was probably four years ago or something. And I remember it was like like the retail for it was like sixty, eighty grand. He paid like a hundred for it, and I was like, all right, like if I play all my cards right and like I just save, yeah. like you know what I mean, like <laughs> maybe one day, you know, in like fifty years or something. And then it's like. Yeah. I think one sold like a couple months ago for like 800 grand. I was like, yeah, no, that's gone. That's, <laughs> that's not going to happen. I'd have a hard time just buying like the two or $3,000 one. And then you'd probably get looked at as being a poor Dude. because you only had a $2,000 roll. Yeah, yeah. You know, like so the- me, me and E-Man have a, uh, have a, a, a pack we got going right now that when optical hits 11 million in sales, we're going to go get some day dates. <laughs> there you go. There yeah, you that's, go. that's our, that's going to be our reward. You know what I mean? But nice. I'm excited to see where optical goes, man. I, I think we we have such a unique proposition, and, and we're bringing something unique to the market with the training yeah. and and high quality training because we get a lot of students, myself included, who have been through other trainings, and it's just um, you don't learn the why, you know, you don't you don't yeah. learn a lot of like the little mindset of it. So I think we can bring in something unique to the market and really grow it, you know. No, that's awesome, man. All right, and then the last question <clears throat> is the smart list question. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could, uh, do the little bewitched and wiggle your nose, um, mm-hmm. and cast a spell and make your career be exactly where you want it to be. What does that look like? Okay. So I want to be a part-time songwriter for Alicia Keys. Okay. That's, <laughs> and then I want to be a part-time owner for optical. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, wrong that's there. my <laughs> Go wrong there. <laughs> Those are good questions. That's all honest answer. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Well, listen, man. Um, so if anybody wants to reach out to you and get any information on on optical, the trainings that you guys are doing there, yeah. um, or just anything in general, like what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Uh the, the best way is probably gonna be by text or phone call, if I'm being honest. I I, I like phone calls, they're they're quick, we can get a lot of information out and just kind of follow up down the road. So uh, I will put my phone number probably in the comments to this, but if not, uh, Six Speed Solo on pretty much everything, Instagram, Facebook, that'll all pop up, or by email, Jesus at carsuppliesWarehouse.com. So Jesus spelled like Jesus, nice and easy. 
Uh, but that's pretty much the easiest way to get a hold of me. Sweet, man. Well, listen, buddy, I appreciate you uh, taking some time on your Friday night. Um, you know, you should have told me maybe we should have done this a little bit earlier and you could have been like, hey, Jason, I got to get off work early and go be on the podcast. And- oh, I didn't work today. I called <laughs> in. Oh. <laughs> All right. This is very to me. Yeah. So, you know, I'm still sick, hey, Jason. You know? <laughs> Jason, I'm going to be on the podcast later tonight. I, I needed a whole day to prepare. Like, I'm not I'm not coming in. <laughs> like, oh, and, oh, and I'm taking a mic from the from – the- <laughs> Yeah, shop. I'm still like from the media department. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I do appreciate you coming on, man. It was it was a blast hanging out with you in Chicago. It was great exactly. talking to you tonight, getting your getting your full backstory and uh and um man, I'd love to maybe get you and probably Jason and uh um I know you I got, I'll reach out to you, man, bro. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I'll reach out to you, you and, and yeah, I'll reach out to you and 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 get a time for him i know we've got a couple of things coming up in the next couple of weeks but definitely maybe when optical hits like um you know maybe we get you guys back in and kind of talk about that and and yeah yeah we're 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 getting there man we're um we're supposed to have it already we're running into a couple delays but you know in the meantime we've released like our squeegees we got like pressurized tanks so you can shoot your slip coming out we're working on some like merchant stuff just trying to get something out there you know so I, I, i appreciate everyone who took the gamble with us with yeah. optical, I mean, it, it means a lot. Like I, I, my, me, any man, and Eric and Jason, we all took a really big gamble launching this and trying to make it work. So, you know, we appreciate right. the patience and we appreciate the support. It's, um, it's something that we're definitely indebted to you guys, and we're trying our best to, you know, pay you back through the trainings, the content, and just kind of helping everyone grow their business a little bit more. You know, but, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it, man. Perfect, man. Well, good talk, man. We'll uh, shout later, and. Cool. Um, have a good weekend, man. Have a happy Father's you Day, too. actually. Me too. Happy Father's yeah. Day to all the detail dads yeah. out there. Shout out to the Rag Company for yeah, that shirt. This, that this, shirt is awesome. Yeah, this is, yeah, is going to come Father's out on, on, yeah, on Father's Day. So happy Father's Day. Everybody listen on Sunday. So, um, All right, man. Take care. We'll talk to you later. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. So there's another one in the books. I um, uh, hope you guys appreciate it. Went went longer for you since we haven't done one in a while. Um, always love when... Uh, somebody's got a good story to tell and you know, we go a little bit longer than that hour. It's always fun. Uh, so kind of going back, um, <clears throat> again, Kong force one t-shirts, um, will be available until the 20th to, um, July or June, June 20th. So that's going to be, this comes out Sunday. So you'll have until Tuesday if you want to message me, um, to get a t-shirt ordered and then that's it. Um, cutting it cause we need to get it um to the printers and get everything made um also please go like share follow subscribe hit that notification button um tell us you know that you love us hit that five star review all that fun stuff we really appreciate it and we will talk to you guys wednesday maybe we'll see what's going on thank you have a great day week night whenever you listen to it appreciate it Thank you.